sorry. Yep. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. When I go back to my parents' place sometimes because they have <laughs> they have an AC system that filters throughout the house quite nicely. So I find I'm like I'm not and I'm not used to it. Yeah. Being in our apartment. So I'm all of a sudden I'm really cold. Yeah, no, for me, it's, it's not even the fact, cause I have AC in the condo. Right. And I right. use it, but the, the second, and this is even during winter, any, any month of the year, any time of the year, every time they come to visit, suddenly the whole condo becomes an ice box. Suddenly I'm freezing. It's like, nice. I, they're, they're, they just love it really cold, I guess, but it, it's inevitable when I'm on my own. I found the nice, perfect warm temperature. They visit boom, instant freeze. Nice. I am suddenly a popsicle in my own place, which uh, makes no sense. Yeah, popsicles are yummy. <laughs> Depends the kind of popsicle you're going for. Yep. <laughs> okay. And on that note, yeah. um, hi everybody. Uh, this is Bosco, and this is Vishesh, and welcome to another episode of Two Halves of One Idiot. Now, Vishesh, I feel like um, we haven't just talked in a while. How you been? Oh, I've, you know, I've been good. I've been uh, all over the place, really. I just had a reading of a play of mine yesterday, which went oh, really, right. really well. Oh, I'm, holy crap, I missed it. it. Holy shit, it's true. You were having it, and I completely spaced and missed it. Oh, uh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, shit. I, oh, fuck, I feel so bad happens. now. Oh, is it, is it, was it recorded? Is it still on? No, it, it unfortunately, it wasn't recorded. It God was just damn life. it. You know, and the worst part is the worst part is all week. I was like, oh, I'm not going to miss this. I'm going to I'm going to check it out, you know, because I love I always check out uh, any of the play stuff that you're doing. Right. That like appears online. And I had it in mind. I'm like, can't miss this one. And then complete. I completely spaced and forgot. It's like (laughs) it just is. I'm so sorry, man. Uh, Well, you know what? I'll send you the latest version of the script because it's, it's changed a bit. Oh, that'd uh, the, be, the that'd be great. process leading up to the reading. Yeah. But also I think, you know, it, because it was father's day yesterday, my mind was very much like, okay, I'm going to spend, cause my dad was, uh, is up. So I was like, I'm going to spend time with my dad. And yeah. So was, I think, I think I have a valid excuse. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, yeah, I, yeah, my, it was, yeah, we were unlucky enough to have our show fall right on father's day. Yeah. So good timing. And it, and it was beautiful out too. So not many people wanted to, stay inside for a reading but we still had a we still had a pretty good turnout that's good was there like a q a and stuff at the end or? yeah there was yeah i got to answer some questions from the audience which is always fun yeah i i always love how in every single one of these shows that you've done because they always tackle some sort of uh, race issue um they there's inevitably always uh, the question that always asks you some sort of uh, very personal, like, I, I don't know how to phrase the question exactly, but I always see somebody asking you about like, how do you feel about like with your roots and your yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> and every time well, I hear, was... every time I hear that question, I'm like, Oh my God. Well, I mean, this... how many... <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it happens a lot, but this one is a little different because it, it features because it centers around two white characters who are yeah. in, who are in this sort of unnamed tropical country. So it's not, spe- it's, it is about race, but it's not, it doesn't get in it, at it in a quite such a direct way as my other work. Right. So. No, comparatively, but I do know there was the one character who's very, um, taking sort of Eastern traditions. Right. And, 
uh, yeah. adapting them to their own life and being like, Oh yeah, I'm so spiritual and holistic <laughs> man. Yeah. Like, like uh, very much inspired by uh, the Beatles on their trip to India. Jeez. Oh, don't get me st- dude. You know what? <laughs> if you mention the Beatles, you're going to send me off on a whole tangent, which is oh, not, God. we don't need that. We're not, we're not here to talk about the Beatles. Oh God. Well, glad that went really well. That's uh, it's, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you were very proud of yourself and really happy. I was, how yeah. And how, and how about you? What have you been up to lately? Uh, mostly work and stuff. But uh, as you know, I did just get a cat, a nice little fur baby yes. has joined uh, my condo. Uh, he is a black, well, he's mostly white with like black ears and like little black patches. Yeah, Adorable. His name is Douglas after uh, one of my favorite authors of all time, Douglas Adams. Hmm. Uh, nice. Which that seems to be a theme. Every time I've had a cat, I've named it after some sort of <laughs> author who, and it's yeah. always an author who's very good at that sort of, who's very witty and has a acerbic, like that acerbic wit, you know, and satire yeah. and social, like I've named two cats in my life, Mordecai after Mordecai Richler. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have Douglas Adams. Uh, so I wonder <laughs> if I ever get another one, I wonder what that one will be named. Uh, uh, probably like knows? Kurt. <laughs> After, After Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut. Vonnegut, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll call him Vonnegut. We'll call him Vonnie for short. <laughs> yeah, or another another very funny man, Leslie. After Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's not an author. He's an actor. No. You know, I, I I might I might stick to the theme of uh, book authors, or ooh, I'll call him Neil after Neil Gaiman because I mm. do love Neil. Gaiman. It's just such an interesting theme that i didn't even realize i was doing and if it's I, funny because i'm more of a movie and music guy so it's yeah. just interesting how when i get a cat it's like i'm gonna name him after literature yeah i always thought uh if i get a really like kind of a silly orange cat and bring him home i'll call him mervin after <laughs> mervin peak <laughs> i dude i swear i thought you were gonna be like oh name him garfield and i would have rolled my eyes so hard oh <laughs> Dude, how many? No, <laughs> no. How many? No, of course how many not. freaking orange tabby cats been named Garfield? Uh, like, it's a cliche at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I always wanted a cat. I was like, I'm gonna call my cat Taylor. <laughs> Why Taylor? Uh, because cat have cats have tails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a kid, man. I don't know. And it was going to be spelled T-A-I-L-O-R. Taylor. Uh, um, I mean, Taylor's not a bad name for a cat, if you really yeah. think about it. Um, but no, no, that's that's such a... The, the, the reasoning behind it is really stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. But he's been adapting pretty well, hasn't he? Uh, sort of. He hides a lot. Uh, but that's, yeah. that's normal. That's normal behavior when you rehome a cat. He's been hiding under the couch. But... <laughs> As the days go on, he's uh, coming out more and more. Like the other night I was watching Ratatouille and Douglas sat on the couch next to me and actually fell asleep. So I'm like, oh, that's a good, good sign. Or last night when I got home from work, I found him sleeping at the foot of my parents' bed with my parents. He was just sleeping there. And I was like, this, this is, but that's a really good sign. That means he's getting really comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. But he's, yeah. he's very much, uh, he's very much a night crawler. Uh, he's yeah. a very nocturnal cat because he sleeps during the day. And once the sun goes down, then he comes out to play, <laughs> uh, which is fun. Like last night, he he has a little mouse. He's always playing with it. And last night, for the first time, I saw him have bursts of energy. Like he'd start at one end of the room of the condo and then just suddenly poof, 
like sprint across to the other end of the condo and then back. So no, it's good. It's great. He's definitely getting comfortable and I'm happy about that. I was, I was worried at first. Cause you know, I think as for any new pet owners, there's always that worry of like, Oh, what if I don't bond with my pet? What if my pet hates me? You know? And, and I was yeah. feeling that for the first few days, like, Oh, this cat fucking hates me. Like, yeah. and I was getting kind of down about it. I'm like, I just, I got a cat because I wanted something that I can love unconditionally and take care of. But, you know, obviously you would want it to love you back. So I was just kind of yeah. like, yeah, but it, I have to stop and think, look, it not only did it get rehomed, but it's been in the last like two months, it's been re it's been rehomed three times because yeah. it went from its original owners to a foster family, to my parents' place at their cottage. Cause uh, it's, uh, this, this is a Quebec cat oh. and then rehomed up to here. So, you know what? I got to give this cat, like the benefit of the doubt it's it's been dealing with a lot of rehoming and that's very stressful for cats so i'm gonna yeah you know he, he'll he'll need time to because i think and he's very jumpy like if you just walk towards him or if you make a sudden noise he's like what was that and like runs away like yeah. to the point that somebody in the hallway was just taking out their keys to like unlock their door and he ran to hide under the couch so Aww. um we we have suspicions that maybe he wasn't treated the best Mm -hmm. in a previous family but also we heard that the previous family had a dog who that they weren't getting along and i'm assuming the dog you know how dogs can be like aggressively um happy or like they show they can like show affection in a very you know overwhelming way right so i'm assuming oh, yeah. <laughs> this dog especially if it was a puppy was just running at this cat and just trying to aggressively love it. And the cat did not like it. And it spooked yeah. the cat. So I, I, I can imagine like, because every time let's say I just walk around a corner and the cat's there, he'll run away. And I could assume that that's because the dog used to just pop out of the corner, you know, randomly and just chase him oh. or something. So give him time. He'll realize we're fine. I'm going to keep walking around the house as normal to show him that it's perfectly fine. Like I'm not going to walk mm -hmm. on eggshells. Uh, Cause that's a, yeah. uh, I was, I read, that's not what you're supposed to do. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll let him, cause my mom keeps trying to get him out of the couch. He keeps going like, come on, come on, come on, come on, which is really cute. Like seeing my parents like dealing with this cat is really yeah. funny. Um, but I, my attitude is more like he'll come out when he feels safe, uh, when he feels like, cause he's clear he's hiding because he's stressed out and I don't want to force him to come out because I don't want him to associate coming out from under the couch with kind of like, Oh, I'm being forced or, you know, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let him, come out on his own, come to me on his own and eventually building that trust, showing that like, okay, I'm letting you do your things on your own. That trust will build and I will be able to like go to him more and he'll be okay. Or I'll be able to walk up to him and he'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. It's just him, you know? Oh. Well, maybe one day you'll, yeah, maybe one day I'll be able to come to your place and you can introduce him to his uncle Vishesh. Oh yeah. Uncle, hey, this is your uncle Vishesh. <laughs> I, I hopefully uh, he he likes the smell of other cats because if you come smelling like uh, like Efa, yeah, yeah, Efa, uh, yeah, and here I'm like, oh fuck, how do I pronounce his name again? I, his cat, uh, Efe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone dude, does that. I will never be able to. I'm sorry. No matter how many times you tell me, I'll never be able to pronounce it. I don't know what it is. It's my brain just doesn't. It just doesn't want to learn how to pronounce this freaking name. Uh, I don't know what it is. She's sleeping on the bed next to me right now. No. All right. So are you ready to pick a topic? 
Yeah, let's do it. Tiny Tupperware of topics. Okay. My hand is in the tiny Tupperware topics. Tell me when to stop. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, And stop. Okay, as always, I pick a bunch. So because they're really tiny. Let me let me just drop some of these and see what we end up with. And I, what the hell? We already did this one, Animal Kingdom. Uh, I, okay, so this is what happened. I, I like knocked the tiny Tupperware topics by accident and they all kind of like fell. So I picked them all up and put them in and all the ones we already did, I threw back in by accident. So um, uh, tell me what to stop again. <laughs> this is a good start. Very this is Vichy. a very that, Vichy and Bosco start. That's uh, what I was about me. to say. What? And stop. I always pick a bunch. Oh joy. Oh joy. This is going to be a fun one. Oh joy. Oh joy, joy, joy. This is going to be a nice, uh, I wouldn't say heavy. This is a, a middle of the ground topic, not silly, not heavy, but definitely uh, topical and uh, definitely going to incite some interesting conversation from us and something we, I personally know we both feel very strongly about. So I hope you're ready for this one. Oh boy. What is it? It is. uh, (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. Veganism. Oh, wow. Let's talk about veganism. Um, I'm going to start by saying I have nothing wrong against veganism. I, it's a perfectly respectable, healthy lifestyle. Um, if you want to be vegan, absolutely amazing for you. I have no reason to disrespect that choice. I have no reason to care about that choice. That's your own personal choice. What you choose to eat is up to you. And if you're coming to my house, I will be more than happy to accommodate you uh, with your life choice and make vegan food for you. If I'm hanging out with you, I'm more than happy to eat vegan food. I've dated women who are vegetarians and vegans, and I've been perfectly fine. I have people close to me in my life who are vegans and every time I go to their house I eat vegan food and every single time it's absolutely delicious and amazing I actually love vegan food I do I will happily enjoy it Um, I am not a vegan I will never be a vegan but I have nothing against veganism yeah same with me I um, I have never been a vegan I did I did try being a vegetarian uh, several years ago um, because of a documentary I saw when I was at Dawson College, which really freaked me out. Oh, but uh, did we? Wa- I think we watched the same one. It I think was, it might have been the same one. Yeah, Earth, Earthbound, or Earth, Earthlings, Earthlings. Oh no, I saw something else. I saw. Um, okay. I don't even remember what I saw. I just remember it was uh, video images of a cow. Um, you know how they basically <laughs> slaughter and rip their necks off, and they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, delightful. Um, <laughs> so I saw, I yeah, I saw a very similar documentary, and it was very eye-opening. And I was just like, okay, you know, what if I tried actually kind of changing my lifestyle based on based on this? You know, not based on you know, because you know, I like animals. I don't like seeing animals harmed or treated badly. One hundred percent. So yeah, so I'm like, okay, let's. Uh, Let's try this. And I didn't really know what I was doing, to be fair. Um, I sort of had to, I 
I had to go back after a while because I just didn't know where to, at the time, I just didn't really know where to get, uh, protein and B and B12 specifically, which is the, which could be found in abundance in several kinds of animal meat. So yeah, I was a vegan, uh, uh, not a vegan, a vegetarian for two hot seconds. Um, but (laughs) I was, I, I will say that, I mean, I don't usually like my diet doesn't really consist of that much meat. Like we usually try to, you know, my partner and I usually try to have like, you know, we make one, one meal during the week. That's, you know, that has more meat in it. And then one that's more kind of vegetarian thing just to have that kind of balance. So I'm not, so I wouldn't like, I wouldn't exactly call myself a carnivore either, but yeah, I, the only the problem the main problem with veganism for me and the main reason why I would hesitate to go to try it myself is because a lot of vegan food has uh has nuts in it or relies on nuts right yeah and base and yeah. if you have if you have severe food allergies or nut allergies then that kind of prohibits you from really actively uh <laughs> really actively pursuing that that kind of lifestyle yeah so, as if as if veganism didn't restrict your diet enough you know now yeah. you also have to add those allergies onto it which i know for you like it's not just like oh i'm allergic it's very much like no i will die if i have this yeah yeah so uh yeah that's the really really the main reason why i would uh i would not want to pursue veganism myself yeah. but if you if you are vegan, hey, that's awesome. It's, yeah, and uh, also take into consideration, humans, we're omnivores. We are born and bred omnivores. We're we're supposed, you know, back in uh, you know, let's say like the caveman days, the Neanderthal days, we relied on eating both meat and veggies to survive. Mm-hmm. You know, hunting uh, to for sustenance was incredibly important for survival, and guaranteed, even today, if there was an apocalypse that were just to happen and we were like a bunch of survivors uh, we would hunt for meat to survive. Like veganisms would mm-hmm. not last. They would not last. They would have to eat meat to survive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an essential. And I'm, and I'm the same as you. I'm not like some sort of carnivorous meat eater. It's not like I'm sitting here like, Oh, I have to have my steak. Where's my steak. I gotta <laughs> eat a big meaty juicy steak. You know, like I don't really care. Like for me, food is food. And if I like it, I'll eat it. And I never think about, you know, what's going, it's never, it's not like when I'm making a meal, I'm thinking like, Oh, I have to have meat or like, I can't like, I just make, and sometimes it happens to have meat in it. And sometimes it doesn't. And it's not something I really paid attention to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, yeah, I'm very much the same. It's like, it's good to, it's good to have a balance, you know? And like, even if we were like, I think even if we were to like revert back to that kind of hunter gatherer model and rely on animal Mm -hmm. meat for sustenance, I think there's a bit, there's definitely a difference between like, there's definitely a difference between like hunting an animal yourself and like, you know, going after it yourself and like the sort of industrial, you know, mass market. For sure. uh, you know, slaughter and, and packaging of meat that we have today. Yeah, it's which, just, there's something like, I think if we were to, if we were to hunt animals, like just by ourselves, it would be more, you know, 
even though we'd be killing them for meat, I think it would be a lot more kind of humane and just. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Less gross. No, I, I, I agree with that. Like there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans out there who are very much they they're they live the lifestyle because they don't like, um, like you said, the factory produced slaughterhouse where the animals are basically raised just to be killed. But like in a very inhumane way, you know, packed together to the brim and just force fed steroids. Since yeah, they were born. being unable to move basically like. That's, like- not a life in your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. Basically compare and, and, but they're totally okay with, you know, uh, the old school farm raised where, you know, they're grass fed and they're just, they're grazing and they're just living their lives. Like a a pig is just enjoying its life. And then eventually you kill it to eat it because why not, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. And like the human, basically any humane way of doing it, they're totally for, and that Mm -hmm. I could get, you know what, that when, when I hear vegan, telling me that stance like that I could get behind. I can totally Mm. like on a moralistic standpoint, I could totally understand like the idea that you, you want to make, you know, like you don't like the way these animals are being treated. And Mm. I I find it fair. Like you, you know, like uh, nobody wants to be confined in a little prison cell, like you said, suffocating in their own shit. And uh, their only purpose is to be eaten. (laughs) You know, it's uh, like, that's not a life to live. But where this is where veganism gets me uh, basic, basically against them. And it's that portion of vegans that have put themselves on this moral pedestal, this sort of high horse throne that they have, that they've put themselves on as if them being vegan means they're just better than everyone else, like morally, which is complete and total horse shit. Like, Because these, it's so funny how they're like, we're better than everyone else. And they come across as the most condescending, pretentious piece of shit assholes I've ever met in my life. Uh, And these are the ones that turn me off completely. Oh, man. It's so funny because my, (laughs) one of the characters in the play that, and the, the play that was just read of mine is actually like, is actually a hardcore vegan but oh, he, is right. exactly, he is exactly that kind of, of vegan that of you're talking about the kind who's like oh i don't you know <laughs> i don't i don't consume any products of animals because i'm so spiritual and that puts yeah. me on a higher plane than everybody else oh it's so stupid so so stupid i yeah and like i said if you're vegan i don't i don't care like uh, i have somebody who i'm really close with who's a very hardcore vegan but she's so lovely like and she doesn't mm. care like if i'm like i'll eat meat she's like oh that's okay but i'm vegan you know like mm. i mean that's the one thing she's very much those uh, one of those vegans that feels the need to say they're vegan in every single conversation she mm. does it jokingly but like you know once you've heard the joke 600 times you're eventually here <laughs> like okay we, like i get the joke i get the joke vegans love to say they're vegan how do you know if there's a vegan oh they'll tell you you know like i get it but like is it, the jokes run its course you know uh, but again i love her to death she's super super lovely uh oh she she was the one who was in the play with me uh she played the maid oh nice (laughs) yeah she's she's like my uh she's like my second mom she's my toronto i call her my toronto mom (laughs) Uh, yeah every time i go to her house she she only has vegan she she turned me on to vegan cheese 
Like oh, yeah? she's like, Oh, I only have vegan cheese. And for some reason people hate vegan cheese. They're like this doesn't taste like real cheese and I'm eating it. I'm like, yeah, maybe it doesn't taste like real cheese, but it's still fucking delicious. Like why does it mm. taste like real cheese? Who gives a shit? Like what, 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 what are people with like this whole thing? It doesn't taste like actual cheese. So who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? I can just enjoy it for what yeah. it is. Yeah, oh my God. Like, of course it doesn't taste like real cheese. It's not real cheese. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I find that, I find that people who are like, I find that people who feel the need to like more take take their veganism and lord it over everybody else are really masking a lot of their own like insecurities about various things. Because I mean, you have you have to be in order to be that sanctimonious, right? Yeah, it's just. I mean, you can live a lifestyle and not have to jam it down everyone's throats. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be a vegan, and if someone's like. Hey, uh, let's go, let's go to this restaurant. And you're like, Oh, look, just letting you know, I can't eat there. I'm vegan. And they don't have any vegan choices. Like that's totally fine. Like that's, you're not jammy. You're just being honest. And you're like, this is my lifestyle. That's how it is. But then if you're like, Oh, let's go to this restaurant. The person's like, Oh my God, they serve meat there. I'm a vegan. How dare you? It's like, Oh my God. And then I'm like, you know what? You just more reason to go there. Cause now I don't even want you to join us for dinner. You know, like, <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. I don't think they realize like they, they, and I'm talking about that specific uh, group of vegans, uh, which I, I don't know if they're a majority or minority. It's really hard to tell these days because, you know, with the internet, the stupidest people are the loudest people. Right. And yep. people who are decent human beings tend to be, you know, quiet and inactive on the internet. So it's mm-hmm. really that maybe they're a loud minority. Um, I would, but, I would guess that. Yeah. yeah. But I, they, just like, they have such a lack of self-awareness uh, in how they express their views. Like it's just, it's so interesting to me, like the amount of irony involved where you're degrading people, uh, you know, uh, by putting yourself like morally superior, but you're doing it in a way that's really shitty towards other people. Mm-hmm. Like it's just such an interesting thing to watch uh and it's so stupid too like i just yeah i just honestly i the more i see those kinds of people i just kind of feel sorry for them because like (laughs) how how empty does your life have to be to kind of you know to spend most of your time judging other people for not living your life not living their lives the way you live yours exactly i mean you know if you really stop to think about it, veganism then is almost like a religion. Um, uh, <laughs> another yeah. topic that I'm sure we'll get into at some oh, God. This but it. But it, it basically, especially these ones are like the hardcore members of this sort of religious cult where mm. if you, you are not part of this religious cult, then you are not, you are a terrible human being and we are better than everyone because we, we understand, we understand, you know, we have, like you said, transcended a moral plane into a superior plane and we are above everyone else because we do not eat animals. We have, which doesn't, we are, we are more enlightened than everybody else. Oh, and, and I mean, that goes with spiritual people too. Like <laughs> I, I've told you so many times, I'm not a spiritual person. I mean, yeah, look, my, I, this is where spiritual people get confused. Me not being spiritual doesn't mean I'm not in touch with my spirituality. Um, just, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, yeah. Just my spirituality is just more 
cynical and nihilistic, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, I am, I'm very in touch with my spirituality. It just, my spiritual, ha- my spirituality happens to be that I think life is relatively meaningless. So we have to do just day by day, the best we can to be good people. Like that's my spirituality, you know? And just because I'm, and they have this weird belief that no, 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 no. You're only spiritual. If you believe in, in ghosts and uh, fucking auras and vibes and uh, energies we can't see that are all connected. It's like, no, no, that's, that's your view. You know? Yeah. It takes on many, it takes on many different forms. And yeah, I'm, ah, I do think that there is a difference between and there's also a difference between being religious and being spiritual because spirituality yeah. is a very private uh interior individual thing. Yeah. It's your own it's your own beliefs about about the world and about the unknown and about nature and everything else and you know religion is more of a communal thing. Yes. And it's yeah. sort of a you know that's that's where you run into uh that's where you run into some trouble, really. Yeah. I think. But because I always say I find like stuff like spirituality and faith are very important for each mm-hmm. for people. Um, it's just what our spirituality and faith is is very different. And mm-hmm. spirituality and faith is very much like something like you said, that's very personal. And it's very much coming into touch with your sense of self and your own values and morals and what you personally as a human uh believe in you know, in life uh, compared yeah. to religion, which is just a bunch of people following a set of arbitrary rules that make absolutely no sense because we're supposed to believe in this complete nonsense that's backed by nothing. Like it, it's just, yeah. Um, but you know what? We digress. Like that's a topic for when we you pick know, the religion topic, but, but oh I mean, God. that yeah. You know but, what I'm, you know what I'm thinking of right now, right? Camel. <laughs> yeah. The camel, the most beautiful. Look, that's proof that there's a God, okay? <laughs> the existence of the camel is proof that a God exists. Like, how could a camel it, exist? How it could it exist? It, do, it, it doesn't drink for, what is it, 30 days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that uh, I, we digress because, like I said, we're going to talk about religion at some point. But I, it, I still think it applies to what we're talking about because veganism is a bit like a religious cult. And the 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 crazy members are like crazy cult members. They basically are. It's 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 my beliefs or no beliefs like you're if you don't believe in what they believe, you're condemned to an eternity in hell, apparently, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm even just, the thought of just not believing what they believe is enough for them to think that, like, how dare you? How dare you disrespect my beliefs? As if, like, me being like, oh, I'm not vegan is me being like, oh, you're vegan. You're a piece of shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> the, the hoops you have, the mental gymnastics you have to jump through just to even think that. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just so sad. You know, there's, um, how I once, uh, I once saw this, um, there's this interview with, uh, Voltaire, who's a musician that I really love. And he was mm. talking about, um, he was talking about how to respond to criticism and he used, he came up with an analogy that I actually really like. Well, I'm he excited. Says, like, uh, he says like, okay, if you're walking down the street yeah. and you look down and you see a pile of dog shit on the sidewalk and you narrowly avoided stepping in, you know, most people, most smart people 
would just walk around the, the pile of shit and move on. But <laughs> people who, you know, people who are, you know, these kinds of sanctimonious people that we're talking about, what they would do is they would get on their hands and knees and inspect the pile of shit and like sniff <laughs> it and like hold, hold it in their hands and like, oh, it's so, oh, it smells awful. Oh, no, I've tasted it. Oh, it's so bad. And like, <laughs> he calls those people professional poop sniffers or, well, shit sniffers. And that's I mean, what I feel. That's what I feel like most of these, of the, the really loud minority of vegans are. Oh, dude, they, I mean, if you look at them, they look like they're shit under their nose. Like they, they always have that sort of snobby, like <laughs> kind of look like they're always scrunching their nose because they're always, they're always, they're always, they're always upset. They're always upset that how someone could dare eat meat. Like, ugh. <laughs> like what a life you live that you can't just uh, you can't just live your life you have to be upset non-stop for some stupid reason uh, and this is not and when i say that i'm not kidding i have cousins who are these crazy types of vegans who i've come to the point that like i i, I don't want to be near them because <laughs> inevitably this side of them will come out and it's just annoying. I was out on a terrace once we were having drinks, you know, we just went out for drinks. Yeah. And, um, some guy on the table, like two tables away or something. Um, the waitress brought him his food. It was a rack of ribs because we're uh, at a fucking, we're at a restaurant, like order a fucking rack of ribs. Like who cares? You know? <laughs> um, so we're sitting there, she brings the rack of ribs. Suddenly my cousin and his friend who was also a vegan, they go quiet suddenly. And I'm like, whatever, we're just having a moment of silence. Right. But they look upset. Yeah. They're like looking upset and they're quiet and they're like thinking, and they keep like looking over at the table and like really like upset. And then my cousin's like, I want to say something. I want to go and say something. I want to do something. And the oh other guy's God. like, then the other guy's like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. Can you look like, did, does someone need that much meat? He's like, I want to say something. I want to go over there and just, and just give it, just say something. And in my head, I'm like, Say what? Oh my God, dude, Say it's fucking, not, who gives a shit? Like, fucking get over it. Business. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. Let the just man en enjoy his rack of ribs. Just enjoy your meal and, like, ugh. No, that, but that's the problem with vegan, like, these vegans. I, I, I feel like I have to keep saying these vegans because, like I said, like, my Toronto mom is vegan and she is not one of these vegans, like, at all. Like, her husband eats meat, you know, like, she did. It's like, yeah. so I need, I want to very... So if there's any vegans out there listening to this, uh, she'll probably listen to this. So I want to make it very clear. This is not about you. This is a, <laughs> very much about that minority of crazy batshit insane vegans. This okay? is about, this is about your cousins. Yeah. This is about my cousins who I know won't listen to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is not about oh you. I respect you. Uh, it's just this very small, like I said, I respect veganism. I respect that life choice. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. You know what I, I mean? mean? Look, if there were like, you know, a human finger on that plate or something, then I might sanction saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that took me a second. I was like, a human. I thought you meant like the waitress was just like touching the plate, but then it was like, no, no way. He meant an actual like severed human finger, just, and the guy's eating it like, mm, like a real old mm, finger. Like, it took me a second. <laughs> yeah, you know what? In that case, I'd be like, I want to say something. This guy's committing cannibalism in public. Yeah. Like, that's all right. Uh... 
Ah, that took a fun dark turn all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's. I'm just sitting there like, who gives a shit? Like, what do you need? Why? Wh- what are you going to say? You're eating meat. And the guy's like, I know. Like, <laughs> thank you for noticing. Like, what do you want me to say? Oh, my God. And then all you're doing is, and then if you're going to be like, you're eating meat, you're a piece of shit. Then all you're doing is like everyone around you is like, wow, we're fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like, let the man enjoy his meal. He's out with his wife. Yeah. They're just having a good time and you have to fucking ruin his meal because of your, your, your you're incapable of realizing that people have different opinions than you. Like, holy yeah. shit. If you're looking to like convert other people to veganism, that's not a great way to do it. <laughs> It's the worst way to do it. God. Why don't I shame and, uh, you know, uh, disrespect you to the point that you, you just, you just have to say yes to join me. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I've, I've, I feel like with these cousins, I've experienced it all. We were at a, my cousin's like confirmation and uh, we were, you know, they had a variety of things. They had like veal. Oh, veal is so delicious. Uh, <laughs> uh, they had veal because we're Italian. Obviously, we're gonna have like breaded veal, right? Yeah. Um, and stuff. And I was, and uh, later in the day, I just wasn't feeling too good. I was just kind of like my stomach was feeling weird, and yada yada. And then I like went to see my mom. Like she's like, "Hey, everything all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, my stomach just feels a little odd." And my cousin sitting, she's like, "That's because you ate the veal." <laughs> Like fuck off! Like, wow, that's because you ate the meal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man! And the the thing too is that like, <clears throat> you know, those kinds of vegans can be pretty like it. It crosses over into um that that kind of behavior that we're talking about can cross over into some pretty like pretty culturally insensitive territory too. Because like for instance, yep. you know. Um, in certain, you know, in certain cultures, the practice of like, you know, we're going back to hunting again, hunting certain kinds of meat is like, that's like, that's like a sacred practice. And it's, you know, in some place, like, for example, you know, um, the Inuit hunt seal and yeah. that's, they're like, and up North, you know, that's, they're like, that's a, that's a main food source. And, yeah. you know, they've perfected these techniques of, of, of you know hunting and, and eating seal like over the year over the centuries you mm-hmm. know since time immemorial and there are people who are like you can't do that it's like endangering the seal population like you're 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 spitting in the face of like thousands of years of tradition and yeah. like and, and, and isn't isn't it also a sort of rite of passage for an inuit to like hunt their first seal like i remember you posted something along those lines not long ago somebody and everyone was like applauding him like yeah congrats on your first seal or whatever that's right yeah i i yeah i mean i want to be careful because i'm not like i'm I'm not an expert on on no no for sure obviously but like yeah i mean i do know that it's very um is that it's it's a very sacred um yeah it's a very sacred cultural practice and so like uh, you know you take into account like (laughs) If, if you take into account like years and years of, you know, colonial oppression, it's just like, it's just, it's salt in the wound, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, and it's that. not like, it, it's not like all those people who are going up and, you know, doing seal clubbing, you know, just clubbing yeah. and bashing in the heads of these seals for whatever reason, That's, you know, yeah. that, if you wanted to criticize that, then I'd be like, yeah, 100%, like, yeah, totally valid, but but like, yeah, like you said, this cultural ideal of the Inuits 
hunting the seals because that's part of their culture like that's no i'm sorry you, you stop <laughs> and also and also yeah it's their it's it's a main it's a main food source like how many you know how many different kinds of vegetables grow up north not many i don't think well not in the tundra no well not that yeah like like what so are they what else are they supposed to do? eat yeah you, you do what you do to survive and yeah. and you know they've also proven it. that uh, how hunting uh, wild animals is actually important uh, because mm-hmm. there's been certain areas where they stopped and that certain species just completely overpopulated so, suddenly. Yeah, that's and, right. And this yeah. is not hunting for sport, obviously. This is, well, I mean, in those cases where the overpopulation happened, it ended up being hunting for sport because, like, we got to get it. This is, this is completely fucking up the ecosystem, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, in general, it, it's, you know, it's like the Lion King. It's the circle of life, right? Yeah. <laughs> the the lion eats the gazelle and then the gazelle dies. No, wait, and then the lion, and the gazelle's already dead. What am I saying? The gazelle <laughs> dies and then, no, I keep saying the gazelle dies. <laughs> the lion dies and then dies in the grass and uh, makes and the, the grass grow. The grass. And the yeah. gazelle eats the circle of life, Simba. You know, uh, Yes, it's uh, I mean, I massacred that, but you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. and it really is right. And it, it's funny. Vegans seem to hate the idea of this. I like we're humans are at the top of the food chain. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is true. We are like, yeah. that's not it's not an opinion. It's a bit of a just a fact, you know, a, yeah. a biological, well, not biological, uh and it's a scientific fact. Yeah, yeah it's like we, we, that we're at the top of the food chain and they seem to not like that. They're like, mm-hmm. why are we, why did we put ourselves at the top of the food chain? Why we think we're better than animals? It's like, we didn't put ourselves there. Just through evolution, we just became better hunters than most of these animals. And we just happened to be, you know, like, like there's a lot of animals at the and top we of the invented, food chain. You know, we, we invented tools to, to make yeah. it easier. I mean, yeah, lions kind of- are at the top of their food chain. You don't see anyone complaining about them. Yeah. And that's the thing when you bring up. Uh, so uh, let's get into that a bit, like the, the the arguments that vegans have in terms of, you know, why you should be vegans. And uh, when you bring up the idea that the, like, look at these animals, these animals are eating other animals, you know, like lions are at the top of their food chain, you know, and they eat a bunch of different animals. Uh, animals are constantly eating each other, uh, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, well, we, we, sh- we shouldn't compare ourselves to animals where we're not animals. I mean, one, yes, we are. We're technically are animals. Um, we're a different species of animals, just like all these other animals are different species of animals. And yeah. two, they talk about like, well, yeah, but they're animals. They do that. Uh, we shouldn't compare ourselves to them because we're humans. But then they're the ones talking about having rights for animals to be treated equally to humans. So make up your mind. Are they different to us or are they on the equal on equal footing with us? Well, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, you know, the beautiful, you know, the beautiful thing about being human is that, you know, we don't have to like unlike other species of animals we don't have to act on instinct we can make the choice as to what how we want to you know what kinds of foods we want to put in our bodies how we want our diets to go and that is something that i think this particular group of vegans fails to understand is that that's that is what makes us human our capacity for choice yeah my body my choice right oh yeah pretty much i mean i'm not uh, i mean i say that 
um, in this case, I say that more jokingly because my body, my choice obviously pertains to a much more serious topic than yeah. what oh, food yeah. you put in your body. But I, I know you understood I was doing that, but I'm just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, I can process all that, but I can also see why. I can also see why some people would, would choose to be vegan. So it's, yeah, of course it's, yeah, it's just, it's a shame, you know, that the, that the stupidest people are the loudest people, I know. but you know what they, there's, there's in every group of every thing, there's stupid people who just ruin it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, and that's why I wanted to, pre, that's why I started the podcast by saying, I have nothing against veganism and I totally respect it as a life choice. Uh, and wanted to clarify that I understand that the people who within veganism that I detest, it's a small portion. And I recognize that I'm not, you know, I'm not saying all vegans are like this and I'm not um, lumping uh, like veganism with this particular group of people, I recognize it is a very separate group of people from all the other types of vegans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, another, another argument I love, and I've heard this one before from my cousins and their friend, um, this idea that like humans, we, we shouldn't eat meat because humans we're just not meant to digest meat. Like we don't like, you know, we don't digest what we don't feel well when we eat meat, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know what? That well, would be, if you it, eat, if you eat nothing but meat, then sure. But that's sure. why but, that's why we're supposed to have a balanced diet. No, no. But that's the thing. They're like our bodies are not meant to digest meat. That's why we eat. We we should be vegans. But uh, and I'm like, you know what? That argument would hold water if it weren't for the fact that there's so many people out there who can't digest greens. Yeah, humans as true. a species, it, it, like the scientific fact is humans as a species, we have difficulty digesting greens. That's just a fact. Yeah. So what, like, it's so weird. They're like, oh, we can't digest meat. Well, we can't digest greens either, but you're not going to stop eating fucking salad, you know? Like, yeah, like there are people who have like, there are people who have plenty of chronic illnesses that prevent them from eating different yeah. kinds, so many different kinds of foods, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, tomatoes and so many different kinds of vegetables. So like, yeah, that makes scientifically that makes no sense. Dude, we can't digest corn. Why do you think when we eat corn, it comes out the way it does? It's because we <laughs> can't true. digest it. Yeah. And yet we're still fucking eating it. Our vegans are still eating corn. If their argument is, oh, humans can't digest meat, well, then stop eating corn. You can't digest yeah. corn. It goes straight through you. Yeah, but we eat it anyway because it's delicious. Mm, with butter. With blah, blah, blah. butter. Oh, yeah. yeah now, <laughs> I want, now I want corn. <laughs> you know what the reality is vegans have all these these particular types of vegans have all these arguments and all these excuses but i realized not long ago all these arguments and excuses are just a way to hide the real fact and mm. i've come to this conclusion okay i can't say fact it's a theory that uh, but it's to hide that deep down inside the reality is that they just hate humans. They, they just, they don't care about their fellow man. They don't. Um, they're going on and on and on about pigs and slaughterhouses, cows being treated terribly in factory farms, which I'm not 
against that obviously i'm like yeah that's bad but if you're like sitting there talking about like how this is like the worst atrocity and as a human if you're eating meat you're the worst human being in the world for doing so because of the way they're treated i'm sorry but you're very out of touch with society you know Mm -hmm. like you're gonna sit there talking about that when in our hometown just in here in toronto um, there's sex trafficking rings, women being mm. kidnapped uh, by men in white vans, 15 uh, year olds being beat to death uh, with their own scooters mm. in gang related violences, not because they were part of a gang, because a random gang member as an initiation was told to kill this random 15 year old as a way mm. to show that he's able to be part of the gang, completely innocent uh, mm. cops shooting black people. We got, uh, we've got, uh, you know, it's a school shooting, occurring but yeah i give a shit about the fucking pig you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. when they sit there calling you a piece of shit because you don't care about a stupid pig and yet they don't give a shit about any of these issues i'm sorry but who's the real piece of shit here Mm -hmm. yeah and that kind of that that i think that really kind of melds well with my own theory that i think the whole i think the whole reason that these this particular set of people converted to veganism i say converted because i'm intentionally drawing a parallel between that and you know the religious cult here it is Um, this this particular sect of vegans yeah (laughs) i think that they the reason the whole reason that they did that is because they know that there is nothing else that is is interesting or unique about them (laughs) and so they they for they converted to veganism because they because if you can if you can build your entire personality around that one thing oh putting putting down other people for uh for not living life the way you live it then that makes up for the fact that you know they have no they have no real personality at all yeah Dude, that's, I mean, I feel like that's anybody who has no sense of personality. They, they try to label themselves with like a very specific thing and try to form their entire identity around it. Right. You see it with posers all the time, you know, people who are like, I'm going to dye my hair funky colors and dress like a punk. And like, I'm a punk. Oh my God. Look how, you know, those people are like, look how weird and quirky I am always tend to be the, the the most boring and normal people. But the reason they're acting that way is because they can't accept the fact that they're just a normal and boring person. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which is nothing wrong with being a normal and boring person right yeah as if yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it, that that's the part that always bugged me it's uh, y- y- like i've heard my vegan cousins flat out go y- humans should just kill themselves uh, wow, because that's okay. how much they care that's, that's how much they care about animals more than their fellow humans they're like humans should just should just kill themselves so the world would become a better place and i'm sitting here like okay well if you truly believe that why don't you be the first one to do it <laughs> and if the rest of us think it's a good idea after you've done it we'll follow suit and if not we'll just yeah. keep on living Mm-hmm. Thank you, you piece of shit, fucking asshole. Yeah. Basically, flat out saying that we should all just die. Like, yep. talk about not caring about fellow humans. Uh, it, like, how about we take care of our own problems? You know, which there's an abundance of human problems oh, yeah. uh, before we start helping animals. You know, and mm-hmm. 
I, again, nothing wrong. Like animal activists, totally doing great stuff. Obviously I want animals to live. I, I don't want the inhumane treatment of animals. I obviously do not want that. And I do think, you know, there like, there are people doing really good things uh, for the treatment of animals, but they also have their heads screwed on properly. And, yeah. you know, they understand that this is something that they're working on, but they also understand the society and humans have problems of their own that, you know, they're also, uh, <laughs> you know, willing to, to work through and help out with like, you, you know, there's, there's people who could believe all these animal rights and veganism ideals and still be good people, you know, yeah. but this small sect of vegans, they, they, they think, caring about animals more than humans and not giving a shit about human problems somehow puts them on a, like, like we've been saying a higher plane of morality, which is just, it's not true. It's not true. If anything, it puts you on a completely lower plane of morality. Yeah. There's all this is making me think of, uh, it's making me think of a particular movie that I love and I would love to, uh, you know, maybe after, after swordfish trombones, I'll do this for the love of media. Yeah. You ever, have you ever seen princess Mononoke? No, I have not. Oh, okay. That's um okay. Is, okay, is that a Studio Ghibli film? It is, yeah. Okay, that's why I'm going to I'm going to tell you like I think you already know this about me but I'm not a fan of <laughs> Studio Ghibli films. Oh, if you okay, if you No, yeah. I'll still check it out. Obviously. It's not for, I'll still it's check not for it out. everybody, but I think if anyone like what I would tell anyone is like, okay, if you're if you only if you only ever see one Ghibli film, yeah. Even if you're not a fan of that whole aesthetic or whatever, if you only see one Ghibli film, give it give it a shot because it's uh, it's one of those few it's one of those movies where because um, you know how whenever whenever people try to tell a story about the environment, it ends up being really you know really preachy and really cliched yeah. and like really Fern Gully. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, all about how like, oh, humans are humans are terrible and, you know, they should be wiped off the face of the earth, blah, blah, blah. This it manages to it manages to tell a story about the natural world and yeah. to create this whole rich mythos around it and also have to tell a very complex, sophisticated, morally gray story about how like. Like, yeah, humans have caused a lot of damage, but they're also just they're also just trying to live and, and survive in the best way they can. And right. even, you know, even the natural world can be pretty like pretty cruel. And yeah. it's just it's a it's a wonderful way of like it's a wonderful way of looking at um, this whole question of like, how do we how do we live in this world without taking too much from it? You know, yeah. like. Uh, yeah, and so anyway, I would, I would, <coughs> to those, those people in particular who have no sense of, of nuance, I would, I would want to sit them down and show them this book. Wait, because, hold on. Uh, nuance. What's that? <laughs> exactly. Right. No, everything's uh, black and white. You're either with us or you're against us. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. Like that's the thing. You can care about animals and be a vegan. And still care about humans as well. Like you could do both. <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that are doing both. I guarantee mm-hmm. people like what David Suzuki, right? Who was uh, oh, yeah. 
you know, Jane Goodall, who's the monkey uh, woman, right? She loves Jane Goodall. Yeah, but she cares about humans too. She's not sitting there yeah. like monkeys are more important than humans. How dare you? Humans <laughs> should die. Like she's not, she's not doing none of that bullshit. You know, Richard Attenborough, who's uh, giving uh, us the, I, I mean, I don't know if he himself was an animal like activist, but he, you know, he's giving us the joys and beauties of nature and showing us like how wonderful is this, you know, it, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people out there who are doing exactly what these vegans believe, but are not putting down humans. They're not shitting all over humans and being like, and not giving a shit about human problems. You know, mm-hmm. like I find it kind of weird that if you're going to sit there talking about, you know, societal problems, like, like I, like I've mentioned before, human sex trafficking, um, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, uh, 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 crooked cops and, you know, mm. mentally ill homeless people on the streets because they can't get the help they need. <laughs> it's like and you're going to sit there like, well, they deserve it because uh, they eat meat. Like, fuck off. <sighs> like, what the hell's wrong with you? Jesus. I mean, I don't think they've said that, but the attitude comes across that way. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I'm obviously exaggerating, but the attitude probably, does come across that way. They probably think it even if they wouldn't say it. Yeah, it's it just bugs me, and it it, I love how it's this is fun. This is something that's come into my mind a lot. How um they they want to go to like you know grocery stores and throw out the meat, you know, take the meat off the shelves and throw them out because they actually do that. Uh, I'm sure it's been done like for protests, right? Like those really like stupid protests. It's definitely been done. Or I've, I've definitely heard of vegans going to grocery stores, buying a shit ton of meat and throwing it out. So people don't eat it. Um, which is like, why are you wasting your money? (laughs) Like go, go spend that money on, uh, if you're going to waste the money, go spend it. How about on fucking charity? Like Jesus, (laughs) more reason these people don't care about humans, um, or society at large, but, um, So their basic idea is like, oh, don't eat it because of the way the animal is treated. But then part of me is like, if anything, that's more reason for me to buy that meat and eat it. And I'll explain why. So get ready for this. Strap yourself in because this is a great, um, great. I'm, I'm patting myself on my own back here I, because this is this is I, I, I've got a fun um, reasoning behind this. Mm, so. Okay. You come to a store and you see the meat, right? So imagine two cows are up in cow heaven, whatever. And they're talking to each other about, you know, their life and how they've died and all that. Mm. And both of them came from hardcore, like factory farm slaughterhouse type situations, terrible Mm. lives. Uh, and the one cow is like, you know what? I lived through that entire life. It sucked. And then I got slaughtered. But you know what? Um, I was packaged up into various meats, put in the store, and a lovely family came by, purchased me, and they fed me to their kids. And I was able to um, you know, give sustenance to, to others and allow them to get nutrients and you know, continue living another day uh, healthy and fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, at least it wasn't all for nothing. Mm-hmm. The other cow is like, fuck you got, but I was just thrown in the trash for my <laughs> body to decompose out in some field where Ugh. no one's touching me. And in my head, I'm like, you know what, if this cow, and so that's my reasoning, if this cow was mm-hmm. treated that, at least 
it's life wasn't meaningless. It's life and mm-hmm. death was not meaningless. It went to something, you know? So that's yeah. my reasoning behind still eating it. Obviously I want the inhumane practices to stop, but I'm not the one doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm not the one sitting there doing it. That's why if I had to trying to imagine me as a hunter, that's a laugh, but (laughs) (laughs) but Oh my God. You seen Bosco go hunting. If I did manage to, if I, if I were forced to hunt animals for food and I did manage to successfully kill one, I would, I would, you know, I would want to just kind of say a silent, like, I would want to say a silent, like, you know, thank you to this creature for, you know, for, you know, for sustaining me another day, you know, like. Which I believe that's what, especially a lot of like Aboriginal First Nations cultures, that's what they used to do when they hunted. It wasn't just like I'm hunting and eating. They used to have a ceremony yeah, um, I could be doing so this far. wrong. And again, because I'm not in, like you said, like, as you said, with the Inuits, I'm not an expert in this, but based on what I've heard, they would, they would do a whole ceremony, um, thanking it for its sustenance and nutrients, uh, mm. for them. And like, it was very much, it wasn't just, I'm killing and eating. It was very much, they were killing, but they were almost worshiping this animal at the same time, you know, giving it mm-hmm. thanks. So it, it you see, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I really, I mean, I know it, obviously it varies from nation to nation and, you know, but, but yeah, I think that I, I don't know. I, I think there's something really kind of, there's something kind of nice about that, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's, you know, in a way it's, it's, uh, you know, it's nature, it is nature's gift. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of interesting. We're talking, cause wasn't our last two has a one idiot animal, the animal kingdom. It, yeah, I think it was, oh, yeah. Which even back around to that. Yeah, which even funnier was that's the one I accidentally picked at the beginning of this episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> All tied in. Like, yeah, and we've said it before. We love animals. We mm-hmm. I adore animals. I think they're amazing and wonderful, but I also think they're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't help myself. And that I, I this doesn't happen often, but the vegans are like, would you eat a human? Well, no, because it's the same speed. What the fuck? Would I eat a human? I mean, I'd eat a human if I really had to. Like, I was trapped in the mountains, and the only way to survive was to eat my dead friend. Like, yeah. But that's that's an extreme, obviously. But what a stupid. Would you eat a human? No. Like, what the, what, the, what are you talking about? That's cannibalism. Like, yeah, it's not the same thing. Uh. Um, on the other end, though, I do want to say um, there are, I will call them carnivores, carnivorous humans, meat eaters, who are really mm-hmm. fucking stupid when it comes to veganism. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, like, vegans and vegetarians get a lot of hate and flack for nothing from these meat-headed Neanderthals who can't understand, again, another factor, can't understand people having a different lifestyle than they are have, you know? Yeah. And I see this with this always bugs me. I see this with stand-up comedians a lot where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm going to make fun of vegans. Uh, they have vegan, oh, these God. silly vegans. What do vegans even eat? Like a leaf? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like vegans have like these gourmet, like 
elaborate meals. What are you talking yeah. about? They just eat a leaf as if you're not eating meat. You're just eating leaves. Like, are you stupid? That's, that's, <laughs> that's a sign that they've run out of material. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's it, yeah. So I could totally get vegans pushing back really hard because let's be honest. There's a lot of people, really stupid people with stupid criticisms on veganism, you know, making mm-hmm. stupid jokes like that. Hey, are you eating a raisin? <laughs> like, <laughs> like read a book, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I'm thinking of like, <laughs> it's funny. Now I'm thinking of Ron Swanson at Parks and Rec with his <laughs> like gigantic plates of meat that he yeah. can devour in like four minutes. Uh so funny he's he's such a great character oh yeah (laughs) so good but but you get what i'm saying though right yeah these these meat-headed meat eaters that just can't comprehend a healthy lifestyle yeah like these these are the ones like you know the really fat texan that walks in like ma'am i want the biggest juiciest steak put it on my plate make sure that cow is freshly killed (laughs) i will kill the cow myself if i have to (laughs) like jesus christ no wonder you're about to have a heart attack like sorry bassie I only wear the finest leather from the oh finest cow. <laughs> uh, you see this hat? It was made from ivory straight from the elephant's dust. Man, imagine what would happen if you put uh, if you put a really like the, the, the kind of hardcore fanatic vegan that we're talking about and yeah. this Texan guy, and if you put them in a room together. <laughs> Dude, that that would be a fight that would end in two seconds because the vegan, <laughs> uh, the vegan living living on a, a lifestyle of only plants and beans doesn't have uh, the, the willpower to even fight this six hundred pound Texan who will just sit on them and crush them and kill them. <laughs> like that, that that's a no win. Like the, the Texan wins hands down, and then he has yeah. a heart attack and dies too. So they both uh, <laughs> they both lose. So no, yeah. So nobody wins. Yeah, it's a no-win scenario. <laughs> but that that would be fun. I'd love to see a debate of. I mean, I'm sure those exist. Like, just a quick click on the internet, and you'll find a debate between hardcore meat eaters and hardcore vegans. Yeah, just duking it out. None of them saying anything intelligent. Obviously, no. Uh, but that's what makes it more entertaining. Uh, we we as a species love watching stupid people because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Yep. And it's, it's like, just and it's just funny. Yeah, because it's like no matter how stupid I might come across or feel sometimes, at least I can at least I can safely say based on watching these people that I have the capacity for critical thought and rational thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yep. And the very fact, you know what? The very fact that we doubt our own intelligence sometimes is the pr- is proof that we are at least reasonably intelligent. You know, what is it? Uh, the, the wise man is the man who knows he knows nothing. Yeah. There's an official, there's an official term for it in psychology. I think it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yes. Yeah. yeah I've heard, I've definitely heard the, the title. Yeah. It's been, it's been used to explain a lot of um, like Trump supporters <laughs> and why they, uh, you know, why they are the way that they are. Put it, well, because you know. people don't want to admit when they're wrong. Right. So yeah. instead of admitting their flaws and, you know, being able to think introspectively and take a step back and really rationally look and assess the situation, um, 
they, their own insecurity about feeling stupid. They just double down. They just double down, double down, double down to the point that they become basically a caricature. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's what these vegans have become. They're caricatures. They're basically caricatures of vegans. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, The stereotypical over the top idea that we all think of about vegans. That's what these particular vegans are. Yeah, to the point where all the good vegans look at them and be like, oh, Christ. Yeah, why? Well, even the good vegans hate these <laughs> why, vegans. Why do we have to be associated with these people? Yeah, yeah even the good yeah. vegans hate them. They're like, these people are so disrespectful. Uh, like, they're like, I'm nothing like that. Like, I don't care if you eat meat. You want to fucking eat me in my face? I don't give a shit. That's your choice, you know? Like, like, and I like that because it's like, I'll respect that. My Like, my Toronto mom, she's vegan, and she's like, no meat in my house. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, I have no reason to disrespect that. Like, why, why would I, you know, like, yeah. she's like, no meat in my house. Mm-hmm. Fine. I come to your house. She's like, you know, if you're in my house, it's only vegan meals. Totally cool. And they're delicious every single time. Like it's never been an issue for me. I've dated many, many a vegetarian and it's never been an issue. Never. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, okay. So, I mean, if we go to a restaurant, I'll order a meat dish for myself. It doesn't bother me, but if I'm eating with them, cool. I'll have uh, fake meat. I've eaten fake chicken before and I like it better than real chicken sometimes. Cause sometimes real chicken is too fucking dry. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I've tried, uh, I've tried. So yeah, I've tried vegan meats and enjoyed them fine. I've tried a variety of dishes. They're all good. Like it, mm. I, I never understand again, the stupid meat headed Neanderthals who talk about dating a vegetarian girlfriend and like, ah, this doesn't taste like meat. And it's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like why, why this isn't meat. This isn't real. It's like, so it's still fucking food. Like yeah. shut up and enjoy it. It, it just uh, like, I can't believe I have to adapt to this lifestyle. Like <laughs> Jesus, God forbid, like you make, a mild compromise. It's not like you're getting, yeah. God forbid. No, you can't eat a steak on this particular date. Like fuck eat a steak tomorrow when you're by yourself. Like, God, God damn it. Like, shut up. Yeah. Now I'm going to get my meat cleaver and kill me some real food. <laughs> uh, you know, damn it. I ain't eating this fake meat. You see that pigeon out there? I'm going to go grab it and make myself a real meat dinner. We're having pigeon stew tonight. Oh, <laughs> Would you, it's like, would you eat a human? I don't know. I have uh, (laughs) that's your diet. (laughs) (laughs) Would you eat a human? Well, depends how tenderized he is. (laughs) I'm like, I probably have to cook him quite a while to the point that I cannot see that he's a human, but I bet a human makes a nice juicy steak. Yeah. With some fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I, I think this is going to become a, a favorite of ours. This Texan <laughs> meathead in the end, 600 pound Texan guy who loves meat. Yeah, yeah. Man, I got so hungry. Yeah. You might notice that a uh, little bets assume my dog ain't around anymore. Well, my vegetarian girlfriend came over and I had nothing to eat. So I was desperate for some meat. <laughs> I don't understand that. You I'm see so- like, <clears throat> I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. And I did. <laughs> and I did. You may recognize that clover ain't around anymore. <laughs> God. 
He's like, Dad. No animals are safe around this guy. Dad, where's my pony? Well, you see here, little Missy, my vegan girlfriend came around and I got hungry. So ain't Clover ain't around no more. It's just, it's, it's so like, it's so weird. I don't understand as much as the veganism mentality doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand that mentality either that they just, they just have to eat a steak. They just have to eat the meat. Like you don't have to eat fucking anything. Like it's, it's this, why I don't get it. Like why, what's this need, this like absolute, like unquenchable desire to, to, you have to eat something that's meat based. Like it's just, Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to sacrifice this goat to eat it raw. Juicy. Well, sometimes when I need a, I have a, ham, a cage full of hamsters. That's my midnight snack. In the middle of the night, when I get hungry, it's like eating popcorn chicken. <laughs> Just pop it in bite-sized. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Someone he owns a pet store and someone rings ding ding ding. I like to adopt a pet. Oh, I'm sorry, this ain't a pet store. <laughs> this this these pets are for cooking. Yeah, this here's a butcher shop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, good times, man. This <laughs> well, that went on a really long uh, tangent. Uh, a great one. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I guess. I guess this is good a place as any to uh, bring this to a close. So, uh, y'all got got any final thoughts on uh, veganism and uh, carnivorism? <laughs> well, I think they're both uh, the the two extremes of both are dumb, obviously. But like I said at the top, I respect veganism. It's a totally fine life choice. I know people in my life who are vegans and vegetarians, and they're absolutely lovely human beings. And I have no reason to disrespect or put down their life choice. I mean, playful ribbing comes with any relationship of anything right but i have no reason to completely shit all over them uh i go to my toronto mom's place and her vegan dishes are absolutely delicious and i'm always always happy to uh hold on i'm about to sneeze and it won't come out (laughs) okay well if i sneeze i sneeze um (laughs) i thought you were about to say something (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah and i have no reason to disrespect that her vegan dishes are delicious and you know i i also respect the fact that she kind of every i mean she shouldn't have to tell me anymore i know but she always be like hey you know just like you know what i'm making is vegan so if you don't like it that's totally fine if you don't want to have it and i'm like no absolutely not i want to eat it it's delicious i don't care if it's vegan i don't care um the only thing is like I do find a vegan lifestyle is very expensive, which is, which is really funny because vegans do like to say like, Oh no, it's not, it's a very cheap lifestyle. And it's like, it's really not like every time I go down any gluten-free vegan aisle, like a box of pasta. And I'm not even talking like a big box. Like I'm talking a small box of pasta costs almost as much as like three boxes of just regular pasta. It's insane. And it's, it's, it's just, 
it makes sense why a lot of young adults our age probably live really. And now I'm not even talking about veganism. I'm just talking about like just healthy, just eating healthy in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so much, that's why, you know, young adults, we don't eat healthy because it's so much cheaper to buy a box of 50 packets of ramen noodles for $2 than it is to buy one packet of like vegan pasta for $15. Let's say I'm exaggerating prices, obviously, but, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? It's It's, true. Yeah. So if you're, and that's where, you know, that's where class comes into it too. Like if you're poor, yeah. veganism isn't really a viable lifestyle for you because it's true. Yeah. You don't really see a lot of poor vegans. No, except hippies, yeah. but that's a completely different story. <laughs> yeah. But no, they all tend to be like, they all tend to be like upper middle-class kind of yeah. people who don't have much to worry about in terms of money. So yeah. Who would have thought veganism was classist? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on to something more here. This is more, it, it, hey, just proving my point that I said earlier that vegans just don't care about people. Yep. <laughs> uh, what's your final thoughts on veganism? Uh, you know, like you, I I respect it as a lifestyle. I think yep. it's great. You know, you want to you want to protect animals. You want to do you know do good for the planet. Great. Um, I don't think I'll be going vegan anytime soon for, nope. for all the reasons I mentioned, but you know, Hey, I much love to all my vegan friends out there and uh, yeah. you keep, do, you keep doing you and uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we'll all find a way to coexist with all of our different dietary preferences. Yeah. And you know what? I think at the end of the day, that's all it really is. Just respect each other's life's choices. If it's not hurting you and it has no effect on your life and it's not hurting the world, although vegans think it's hurting the world at large, not be that's, I think that's the main issue too, right? They, they have a difficulty disrespecting your life choice to not be vegan because they truly believe that it's the most heinous, despicable thing you could do is eat meat. Yeah. Um, and you see, I see it. And on, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I see it online too, all the time. Right. Well, I mean, online is the breeding ground for idiots, but I read, there was like a post that was made something like, Oh, what's something that's legal, but should be illegal. And wouldn't you know it? A ton of vegans eating meat. Oh my God. Somebody eating a burger should be illegal. It's like, and then obviously people being like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And I mean, look, while there is, there is a case to be made for like the meat market, definitely having a significant impact on the environment. There are loads of other factors that go into that as well. For sure. So even if we get, even if we get rid of it altogether, we're not going to completely solve the problem of climate change just by doing that. Yeah. Like And it's funny that you mentioned climate change because one of the biggest contributing factors to the ozone layer breaking apart is uh, methane from cow farts. Oh yeah. So more reason to kill those cows. Like they're the, they're the (laughs) biggest contributing factor to it. So. Yeah. Although although technically we also emit methane when we fart. So. Yeah, but not to the, not to the extent of cow farts, (laughs) not to the extent of cows. Um, But yeah, Uh, end of the day, it's very much just respect each other, uh, understand that as individuals and as humans, we all have different life choices. We all have different lifestyles. We all have different opinions and ways of seeing the world. Um, and there's no reason to disrespect it unless, of course, it's illegal or, you know, natural detriment to human lives and your fellow yeah. man. But I mean, something like this, like there's no and understand that just because you think a certain way doesn't make you better 
than everyone else doesn't just because you believe a certain thing doesn't mean you've transcended above you're just like everyone else all you have is a different view of life that's it you are on equal footing as the rest of us you are not better than the rest of us i am not better than you for thinking anyway you know like we're just different and just at the end of the day just be a good person yeah that's what the cows up in cow heaven would want. Yeah. <laughs> where their farts, where their farts can't hurt anybody anymore. Because it's above this guy. With a meat cleaver. Oh boy, imagine cow heaven, just how stinky it would be. <laughs> you ever, you know, when you drive by a farm and then suddenly you're like, Whoo! Yeah. Oh my, I'll never get used to that. It, yeah, ridiculous. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of cow farts. Yeah, that's a lot of caca. <laughs> well, on that note. On that note, I'm about to go bashing the head of a skull of a raccoon that's been crawling up and down my driveway. Damn yeah. raccoon, what's he think he doing? I think I, I think I see a squirrel as well. Tonight we're eating skunk. Yeah. Looks like wheat's back on my menu, boys. <laughs> uh, on that, I am Bosco. I am Vishesh. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.